64-bit legend. Welcome. Legend of the game like GoldenEye, I'm more than right. Yeah. The perfect dart is dreams that seem to come to life. 64-bit, this shit, it's as real as it yeah. gets. We can yeah. talk sports, games, and music, take your pick. Take your pick. Quick your news, pull up and crack a brew. Crack. Smoke one with the crew, Smoke. tune in and take a view. Watch. Here to raise the bar from the lowest yeah. mark. Sit your ass down and listen. It's time for the show to start. Welcome to another episode of the 64-Bit Legends. I am Bobby Caboose. As always, waiting for that hot tag hot. is Melvin Troy. Hot tag in it. Just hot tagging my been, way it's in. It's been a minute since we listened to the Hulk Rules album. It has. It's been, you know what? I think it's almost been too long. I'd like to hear it again. Yeah. So today, the plan is we're just going to listen to it all over Remix. again. Remix. Yeah. I want to be a Hulkamaniac, have fun, fun with, with my family, family and friends. I, want I, I mean, that uh, Hulkster in Heaven was real, a real tearjerker. That so, was. Um, that really got to me. Even though people said it never really happened because n- no one was ever at like the Sky what? Dome or whoever the fuck, <laughs> right, they, the were fuck they were in Europe. Yeah, yeah the uh, Wembley <laughs> Stadium, not the Sky Dome. Yeah, it was supposed to be a... It was like, oh, he looked out... I mean, the story of that song reminds me of the story, the backstory to In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Yeah. Where he's, yeah, he goes and saves a guy and he's supposed to be singing to him in the crowd. Yeah. He's like, I saw you let a guy drown which by the way that story what the fuck's phil collins why didn't he save him yeah you know so and then it's like yeah hogan's trying to cash in on that and then eminem puts it in stan oh yeah he did do that that's right but speaking of rings and fighting tonight's a big fight night it is between the one and only logan paul Mm -hmm. and floyd money mayweather yes yeah that's about to happen in about well i'm sure the fight's probably starting now but their fight isn't going to start probably for another yeah they got they got fucking uh chad ochocinco in there too on the undercard uh, is he a baseball player uh football Football he used to be a football player okay but uh he was a ball player he's a he's in the undercard which would be kind of interesting to see. I think he's going to oh. get knocked out. I don't. I have no idea who he's fighting, but he's going to be like Nate Robinson, like from fucking. Uh, Is Jake fighting him? Jake Paul? No, no. Jake Paul's not fighting him. Jake oh. Paul's. They were just saying. I was watching the pre thing, and Jake Paul, I guess, has like a legit contender next time. So, oh, really? Yeah. So that'd be nice. You know, that should still be. It's probably still someone like very, very not good. It's probably not uh, like a. Um. It's probably not going to be a full-on boxer. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be somebody. It's like nowadays, it's like, hey, have you done any sort of athletics professionally? Guess what? (laughs) Try boxing. You could try boxing. I'm waiting for Caitlyn Jenner because... She was an Olympic gold medalist. Dude, she won the yeah, she won the decathlon. Yeah, like that's like so, the, one of the hardest events to win. What like, if like she she is like legit like at one time was like the best athlete in the world. Yeah, and that's like Jake Paul calls her out. He's like, I'm taking on Caitlyn Jenner. We're doing an intergender match. We're, we're being real woke here. Yeah, we're fucking. And then fucking what would be great though is like that's where he finally loses. <laughs> Like she destroys him, or Caitlyn Jenner, like she challenges like an up and coming woman YouTuber, yeah, and just destroys her, just crushes it. She's running for governor too. Yeah, that'd be great if she could win a a boxing match like that, and then become governor of California. That'd be that. That would almost be comparable to like when Schwarzenegger was governor. Yeah, that, I was gonna say that you would go for the Terminator to someone that. She may was a Terminator. May, yeah, may or may not have a penis. Mm-hmm. I don't think she has one anymore. No, she has one. She I, won't get rid of it. No, I thought she got cut it off. 
I don't think so. I, I thought she, she did. was against it. Oh, I thought she got it. Oh, whatever. She was against it, and I believe she was not. She's not really into gay marriage. <laughs> yeah. Oddly enough, I don't know how that fits in. <laughs> All I know is she's a strong and beautiful woman. Yep. Strong, powerful, what a hero to all. Yes. That's she also murdered someone with her vehicle. Yes, she did. Just drove the wrong way on the freeway. Nobody seems to talk about that, by the way. See, Bruce was Bruce was completely innocent. No, well Bruce is Bruce is dead now. Yeah. This is Caitlin's world we're living in. This is <laughs> Caitlin's world. This is what it's girl meets oh, world right now. I feel bad <laughs> I feel bad for uh, you know. Other Caitlins in the world that have to share their name with, <laughs> with her, but anywho, yes. um, it's uh, Logan and Floyd yes. tonight, yep. and uh, we're gonna go through a couple predictions. Yeah, see, I'm not see, I'm not watching it tonight. I'm gonna be streaming immediately after this podcast, and that's uh, twitch.tv slash Um and because I already kind of know where this is gonna go. This is an exhibition. Yep. There isn't any real records being put on the line here. Um, so what's but but and F- Floyd put it on a Sunday, not mm-hmm. a Saturday. Yeah. So he didn't have to compete with UFC last right. night. Um, and he's in it for the money. So he's gonna do. He's gonna showboat. He's gonna tire him out. This is my prediction. Mm-hmm. He's gonna tire him out. So it's gonna drag out. You're gonna yeah. get your money's worth out of it. But he's going to beat him by doing that. Logan's going to probably try to come hard at him, and he's just going to, what's it, what's it called, rope-a-dope him? Yeah. Yeah, that's all he's going to, and then eventually then he's going to come in and just pummel him at the end, and then that'll be it. So they did allow knockouts. Oh, I know they? I know a lot of these fights don't allow knockouts. They allow knockouts, okay. they allow KO, but there is no judges, and there's no official winner or loser. Okay. So, but the thing is, is, there is no shot in hell that Logan Paul wins this match because yeah. there's too much riding on boxing because Mayweather's undefeated. Yeah. He's not going to take a fight that he's going to lose. Mm-hmm. And if Logan Paul happens to win, that's going to destroy the entire well, sport of boxing. Well, technically, technically, Logan is still kind of like an amateur. Like, yeah. he's, I'm sure his money, he can pay for the best training in the world. Right. But he's super young and... I, I guess I guess he's not super. Jake's super young. He's, he's not 26. so much. Yeah, he's older. I forget. Jake's young, but he's he hasn't been boxing at this level all that long. Right. You know, you could take like a. I, I believe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm confusing this with the with the movie Rocky. But I thought, <laughs> I could, thought you could pound some meat and be yeah, good and yeah. run up some steps. Well, he even lost his first major <laughs> yeah, fight. So, so that's what I was getting at. But no, didn't wasn't Mike, Mike Tyson was pretty strong. But didn't it take him a minute to kind of ramp up? No. He didn't come uh, out the gate just knocking motherfuckers yeah, out. Yeah, he did. Did he really? Yeah, he did. Because he, oh, okay. he, he started. I'm thinking of Rocky then. He, <laughs> he, uh, Tyson started when he was like 15 or 16 on like the Junior Olympics, and he dominated oh, that. I then forgot he, about that. Yes. Then he, uh, when he got professional, he, I mean, he was undefeated for a while, and he was not, right. yeah, he was knocking motherfuckers out in 30 seconds. That's right. He and started. Then he got knocked out by Buster Douglas in Japan because he didn't really take the fight serious and, uh, you know, but there there's stories about him. Like he wanted, uh, he had one fight. I don't know who it was against, but he was saying all that he could think about was the gonorrhea that he got <laughs> from the night before because he ordered a hooker and she gave him an STD and his dick was burning. So he just wanted to knock the guy out because it hurt so bad. <laughs> but um, with Mayweather, um, I think it's either going to be a quick knockout mm-hmm. to to prove a point. 
Or he's going to just make it a spectacle and, like you said, like rope-a-dope, just fucking yeah. float around, you know, make make Logan Paul just look silly. Well, I think, but I also think for Logan Paul, there's two ways his career is going to go after this. Number one, if Mayweather knocks him out, which I think is going to happen, this is his big cash out. Because mm-hmm. he's not, no one's really going to be, now his brother Jake could still yeah. kind of work his way up to doing that. But it'll be a quick cash out for him. I know that he's looking to make to not have to pay a bunch of taxes because he actually moved to Puerto Rico mm-hmm. where the tax rate there is like nothing in right. comparison to America. So he moved there in advance. So when he gets his payday, he ain't going to have to pay yeah. those taxes and he can just fucking, you know, do his shit down there. He also makes all his money. He's got a podcast. He's right. got his vlogs. So this would be great. This would be like his high, his, his, what's the word? Like the high point mm-hmm. of his career. And which isn't bad, right? And then he can kind of g- glide through the rest of his like into his thirties from there, and maybe become like a, a Joe Rogan type, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like a commentator and a uh, more of just a general entertainer that way, uh, minus the comedy because he's not that funny. Um, his his trainer <laughs> was just on TV, and he had his fucking tag still on his hat. And I was like, dude, you couldn't take the fucking tag off? Now, like, like the looks, sticker or the no, tag? No, like the tag. I'm, oh, oh. I'm down with keeping the sticker on. Yeah. You know, I yeah, learned that the, from a, a certain Colin Cates. Yeah, a 5950 but, sticker is yeah, pretty legit. But the fucking tag on the little button on top looked <laughs> fucking stupid. <laughs> that is dumb. And, <laughs> that is pretty bad. <laughs> like, it looked really bad. And um, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else. But, oh, um, the one guy on uh, that's uh, doing the pregame show or whatever, he said all Logan Paul is looking forward uh, looking forward to is the one, if he could land one punch for that Instagram photo. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It'll give him some credibility. I'm sure what's going to happen. Like I said, I think Log- if Logan Paul wins, mm-hmm. well, then he's going to be in the fight game for a while. Right. But it, which I doubt is going to happen. But if he, but more likely he's going to lose. He's going to get that. He's going to get that photo op. Yeah. He's going to get. Um, he's going to get. Uh, I, and he hasn't really. I think his other major boxing fight he lost as well. Yeah. Like he doesn't have the record yeah, that he Jake's is, building. He's, he's only like two and two or something. Yeah. I think. But he's just got all that clout behind right. him. And um, but I, what I also think is that he would. It would be wise of him. To then get into the fight business, kind of like Mayweather does, where he sets up his own, yeah. like he could have his own platform. Because let's be honest, like this is on Showtime and whatever. But then you have like places like uh, what was that? Th- uh, th- Triller. I was mm-hmm. gonna say Thriller, but yeah. Triller where they had to the box uh, the Tyson one. Yeah. Like there's there's a need for somebody to do something consistently, right? And I think he could do that because there's other shittier YouTubers. I say shittier. I mean they're they millionaires, right? Or anything, but they're doing their own fights now, yep. and they're able to do with their own pay per views, and they're getting you know they'll have rap performances or mm-hmm. other bands and stuff. It's like It'll the, be a whole. It's like the new version of celebrity boxing. Yeah, uh, but with just YouTubers and like you know you throw in a former athlete, you know, yeah. like whatever. Um, Everybody gets in. Everybody yeah. from every form of entertainment's dipping their toes. And the into sad this thing, is, thing is, they're making millions and millions of dollars just on this fight, like or mm-hmm. on any of these fights, and yeah. You know, but it, it's it's crowdsourcing an audience, you know, um, to to the degree because that's the thing with with uh, with the internet, uh, with like influencers and shit like right. that is 
what you do is you put out your content. That content is a beginning of the funnel to the next thing that you need. So it's uh, you have these videos on YouTube, which most people, most of the big guys don't really make any money because right. they get hit with all kinds of copyright claims and shit. So, but it brings them to their merch. It brings them to maybe if they live stream and they get you know bits and blah, blah donations, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, ads, revenue, things like that. Um, subscriptions. Uh, you know, podcasts with more subscription tiers, premium shit. And then now this is another element of the funnel of like, if you're big enough, then we just funnel it into a giant event once a year, once every other year that you just make a big payday. And then you start all over and you have to, you know, rebuild your funnel. I know this sounds boring, because now I'm bringing bringing like an, a marketing element to it, but this is the this is the way you right. know marketing works on and, online. And luckily, you know we have that bootleg TV service, so I don't have yes. to fucking pay for this bullshit. <laughs> because I would never want to get give Mayweather or especially Logan Paul any of my money. Yeah. So I'm glad yeah. that they get nothing out of this household, but we still get to watch it. Yep. Thanks, Bezos. Yeah. That's thank you. Fire stick. Appreciate it. <laughs> um. So speaking of fights, we got the the main thing we want to talk about. Um, you know, a uh, 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 legendary, yeah, legendary beef. battle, legendary beef, which um, you know, we're we're talking about Biggie Tupac. Now, before we get yeah. into that, two things I want to say. One, speaking of uh, legendary beefs, check out my YouTube channel. I uploaded a a, a video recently going over the biggest beef of 2020. Okay, um, a guy named Boogie Two Nine Eight Eight, who is a very large man. He came outside barefoot and shot a gun into an air uh, into the air at this other guy Frank Hassel, who is a online bully, and he went to hassle him. Hasselhoff. Yeah, it, it was a Hasselhoff. A Hasselhoff. <laughs> yeah, and he has a GoPro strapped to his head, and when people ask him why, he says it's not a GoPro; it's an insulin pump, <laughs> and he shot a gun in the air, and now he's going to go to jail. <laughs> But anyway, we break down anyway. the entire video, so go check that out uh, as well. Just look up Melvin Troy on YouTube, and you'll yeah. find it. Um, also, sponsor another sponsor. We do have a sponsor today. Yes, um, I was able to snag this one. Um, this is going to be uh, Big Swove's Diner. Big Swove's Diner. Yes, going in with the Big Swove breakfast. They say you're pouring out breakfast like they pour out the syrup on the pancakes. Like they're pouring out coffee to those coffee cups. They have a great deal, 16 strips of bacon, three omelets, and a, a hearty serving of cucumber slices for only four ninety nine. God damn. Now, if you're feeling like you're killing it in the world and you're dominating, Swoves is the way to be. Live the Swove lifestyle, be part of the Swovish, and get yourself there today. It's over at the intersection of uh, Nine and DeQuinder. Right next to the there's I think there's a Lowe's. I, I, be- <laughs> I also believe that they're held in every uh, Jared jewelry store. They are. There's a there are they are they have a partnership with Jared Jewels. So when you're buying that that ring to propose to your your loved one, get it all greasy to get on her fat fingers. Yep, and bacon, get some bacon to grease up your hands. Yep, so you can grease grease up that ring and uh, give it to your future fat wife. Yep, swove. Swove it up. <laughs> Swove it up big time. But anyway, <laughs> speaking of beef, um, Biggie and Tupac. And we're not going down the regular road. Um, as everyone that listens to this podcast knows that I'm a huge wrestling fan and, and you pay attention to it as much as uh, as you can. Right. And um, I was thinking the other day, you know, 
um, I was uh, told to watch a movie on Netflix mm-hmm. about like the detectives that take took care of the Biggie and Tupac cases. Right. And for some reason, it crossed my mind because, like I said, uh, you know, I'm I'm a wrestling fan, and a lot of things are uh, considered a work. Right. I was just wondering if there is any possibility that Tupac and Biggie, the whole beef between them was a complete work, but the wrong people got involved. So I'm thinking that Biggie and Tupac may have had a plan to create a East Coast versus West Coast beef, but, you know, obviously Tupac got some gang members involved, and it just ended badly. I, I can almost kind of see that because I wondered, um, I know, and I don't know the dates, so I'm sure there's probably like a, a rap historian that's going right. to be called bullshit on this whole theory yeah. for, uh, that I'm about to put out. But from what I understand, now I also confused Mike Tyson's early life with Rocky Balboa. So, so, yeah. so please take this with a grain of salt. And you call Shawn Michaels Brett Michaels all the time. I, I do. So, I mean. It's the it's the heartbreak kid, Rock a Love Bus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so, so, uh, so from what I understood, and I'm getting this information from, from a series of TikTok videos. <laughs> okay. So it's a very credible source. Yes. That we all know, Craig Mac. Yes, the Mac Attack. Yes. Re- uh, not. I was going to say Return of the Mac. What was it? Flavor in your ear. Yeah. Flavor in your ear. Flavor in your ear was the big thing. He was supposed to be Bad Boys, like main attraction, and, yeah. he, and he had a big hit. Yeah, he did. Flavor in your ear was huge. Bad boy. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Where you get, he, he's got like the milk bottles. Yep. And he drinks it because he wants to get a, uh, he wants to get Cambodian breast milk from yep. the best breast milks of Queens. That's what Diddy likes to do. Yeah. He's got high. He want, he's going to shut down the studio. He's got high quality tastes. So there was that. And then I remember in that movie, uh, Notorious, yes. there's a great scene of when, you know, Diddy is talking to Biggie and Craig Mack yep. about, hey, here's the idea. We're gonna we're gonna do a pa- a bundle deal yep. where we're gonna sell your album. Like you know, Craig Mack's doing good. We're gonna make the Big Mac. It comes in a little Big Mac box. He yep. opens it up. It's got both albums inside, and it's the Big Mac. I deal. actually saw a picture of that recently, like the really? real picture, and like it was literally like a a bite taken out of a Big Mac. Yeah. And like them opening it up and like both things on each. Yeah, and both, both sides of the box. Yeah, and they yeah. were in front of a huge menu. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird. So and, and I remember watching it in the movie because I, I can't I looked at it from the point of view of like you know, Craig Mack is supposed to have like this this big release and it's like, oh, you're gonna water it down with Biggie. And then of course we all know Biggie we all know where Biggie took off yeah. to, but Craig Mack did not. But the alternate take to that that I had that I've come to understand, <clears throat> my, the theory that I've come across is that Biggie really didn't take off right away with Ready to Die. Right. It really didn't take off. Craig Mack was doing all right. Ready to Die came out. It took a while to simmer. His first hit was that he put out. I think his first single was Juicy in '92. Yeah, and Juicy, from what I understand. Really, people were kind of like not feeling. Now we all know it's a classic. Now, right? It's a good song, but in comparison to everything that was coming out, it really, I, from what I understand, it didn't resonate. So you know, then he, you know, they put out some other stuff and whatever, and then, then there was the issue because Biggie knew Tupac. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, 
you know, Biggie's at a studio, Tupac goes to visit, there's an altercation, he thinks Biggie set him up, Yep. beef taken off, you know, East Coast, West Coast gets a lot of push on both ends, Yeah. and I can see where maybe somebody, be it Diddy, maybe Biggie, maybe Tupac, being like, hey, let me help, help a homie out, because at the end of the day, Tupac was not, he was truly not thug life, he right. went to an art school, Right. you know? Like he's he went to Cranbrook. Yeah. Um Papa Doc. Yeah. He's Papa his name's yeah. Clarence. Yeah. And Clarence has real <laughs> real nice parents. Yeah. And they have a real nice marriage. They do. Even even though I don't think Tupac got a dad. No, but I don't you get it. You get he's it. somewhere out there. But he was he was an art school kid and yeah. then he he made it big because he was able to do this persona similar to Ice Cube. Yeah. Ice Cube's kind of a more of a uh, an actor and everything. Um and so I could see him being like, hey, what if we do this work and they do it, maybe not let everybody know it's involved. It definitely escalates Biggie's thing yep. because his only response was who shot you, yeah. which was pretty. It wasn't it, it, like because he didn't. Ambiguous. Yeah, he didn't. And he, you know, it was kind of passive because he didn't really name names. Yeah. And it was kind of just a general song of in case someone got shot. Yeah. And it just happened to be Tupac. And who knows if, you know, you know, who, conspiracy theories, who knows if he even got shot? Yeah. Because he could have just set that whole thing up with the whole thing of him checking out of the hospital in a fucking wheelchair and the hat. And, yeah. You, know, you pay enough money, thing. you get a, you know, you get a deal. Back then, there's no internet. So right. it's a lot easier to set something up like that. You know, but then you get, then I, I think what had happened is maybe, because what came out first? Was it hit him up or was it who shot you? Do you know? Who shot you came out in ninety five. Mm-hmm. Hit him up, which is three years after his first yes. album, by the way. And yes. by the way, Biggie hasn't released, didn't release anything between then. So it made it really seem that when Ready to Die came out, I don't. It was a slow burn. Yeah. It took a while life for people. A, to, life after death didn't come out until ninety seven. Yeah, so that's five years in between albums. Hit him up, I think, came out in ninety six. Yeah. Or maybe slightly after. I think I think who shot you came out first, and that was Tupac's uh, retaliation song. Was hit him up. Yeah. And but at the same time, like if this was like a work, like we're talking about, it, none of that shit would have uh, bothered Biggie that it, Tupac said like whether right. his fucking faith or or whatever, because he was like, dude, say whatever, man. Let's make this like legit, and you know, yeah. and there's like you said, there's no internet. Um, you can make a private call pretty easily with like hardly any caller ID or anything like that, you know, pay phones, shit like that. So you could set things up accordingly back then. Yeah. And and no one would be in on it. It, it, it generated business for both sides. Death Row, you know, was doing well because of it. You know, if you don't want your producer all up in the videos, you know where to go. Yeah. Um, and, and, and then of course, Bad Boy, who let's be honest, Really wasn't like they had some hits. Don't get me wrong, but they wasn't killing it. And then all of a sudden, yeah, ninety six. You're saying hit him up comes out coincidentally. Oh, life after death's coming out. A double album. Yep. We're gonna capitalize on that. Oh, even one of the singles is going back to Cali. Yep. Why is all of that gonna be? That's that's a pretty quick turnaround. Right. To say, oh, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back out there, and it's gonna be a big thing. I think truly, truly, it was a work. And because the person who killed Biggie was tangentially connected yep. to death row, was like an off-duty, you know these idiots, yeah. and they're always looking to fucking 
you know, get clout or get some whatever. Clout, get some clout, impress somebody. And then it was like, oh, well, what the fuck? And then the Tupac thing. The Tupac thing we talked about, it, He the only reason, well, the main reason he got killed was because they stomped out Orlando Anderson and he just basically got revenge at the Tyson yeah. fight. Yeah. So that had nothing to do with Biggie at all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even when, you know, there's the famous fucking uh, interview with Biggie after, like, you know, I don't wish death on nobody, you know, yeah. like, of, of course you don't. But then at the same time, you you might be thinking, like, if it if it was legit beef, you're like, all right, well, I'm the man now, you know, you can't come out with anything. So, yeah. And 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 if you if you notice shortly thereafter, they kind of like kind of dismissed like beef as a whole. Mm-hmm. Was after those two were dead, like nobody wanted to touch that subject until like Jay Z and Nas, yeah. yeah. And then Fifty Cent came out and he was able to right. figure out a way to make it work for him. Right. But yeah, nobody really wanted to play that game anymore. And I honestly think it was an old. It was just an early marketing tool. To be like, listen, we're talking about we're talking about the gangster rap. Mm-hmm. Well, gangs beef with each other. Yep. Let's create a beef. It's it's uh, mutually beneficial for both parties. But and then you, but then on top of it, then you mix in all the bad business decisions that Suge Knight did with right. Death Row. You know that you, with Dr. Dre and all this other shit. Like you just got like a few bad eggs involved. Yeah, with this with this plot, even if it was just between the two of them, or if other people knew. Yep. You know, you get real life gang members involved, then you know shit's gonna go sour pretty damn quick, and and it did. Yeah, but there is no doubt in my mind that this could possibly be a work. I I honestly, as we talk about this, I think more and more that it is a work, and I look differently on like I think again, I think the person who shot Biggie was not given an order by Suge to do it. I think it was a guy. There's a I know you haven't seen it, but those that are listening. If you ever watch the second season of The Sopranos, there's two guys looking to make it. They want to get some clout mm-hmm. with the with the crew so they can become like an official member. Yeah. And so for some odd reason, they hear one kind of mid-level guy that's under Tony Soprano talk about Tony's nephew in a negative light and they think, "Oh, this is a great way to get clout." So they go and they shoot him. Yeah. And they almost kill him. Just to get clout. And then they go tell him, hey, we did this for you. And he's like, what the fuck you mean you did this for me? Right. And then it's like, you know, it's, I believe that's probably what happened if it was a work. And then they kind of had to shut it down. And then on top of that, like I said, you, then you got all the other death row issues mm-hmm. connected with all the other grimy shit that Suge Knight was doing. So it's easy to paint a narrative of, oh, this was even was real. Which then you get the law involved. Yeah. And then it's like, what the fuck is going on? And that's why they really could never bring anybody to justice, right? Because when you get down to the truth of it, it there isn't really anything there. Yeah. It was a lone gunman. I think it's a lone gunman theory. Yeah, that's what I'm believing. I mean, like I said, like this could be this could be Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage in the '80s. Yeah. You know, like they could have been like, man, these two guys are fucking huge. They have a rivalry. They're friends. They're they have a rivalry. They're friends. You know, it's fucking like golden age of wrestling. Think you know. about it. If they lived. If both of them lived, or Biggie didn't get shot, first of all, if if that would have happened, they could have played it out. That album comes out. They ride it out. Maybe a few mixtape diss tracks yep. come back and forth. Then they team up together to like, do a collab. Yeah, if, like Jay-Z and Nas did. Exactly. Like, you know how huge that would be? Yeah. That would be massive. 
That'd be fucking massive, yep. bro. And they could do they could do a whole. Um, they could have done a whole album, like uh, like fucking. I mean, I, I know it wasn't that great, but Jay Z and R. Kelly type thing, like yeah. an entire album together. Or they could have did something where, um, like Jay Z and Lincoln Park did, where they yeah. take each other's rhymes and beats and put it them over. There could have been so much there. But um, but the way they blew up so quickly, you know. Especially Biggie, because yeah. you know his like you said the first album. It, I mean, it took five years in between the two albums. That's why I think that's why that's why I think like the true story is he put out Ready to Die and it kind of just it was people liked it, but it was kind of like a there just wasn't it, there wasn't a lot it was, there. It was but, a lot of it was a lot poppier. Yeah, it, it poppier with hard rhymes because they would take you know. You know, we take the hits from the 80s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you take the fucking samples from the 80s and the the G-Funk shit that uh, um, Dre did, mm-hmm. and you kind of put harder rhymes on it, and then you just got it. You know, you, yeah. like, for, especially for East Coast, East Coast was like Wu-Tang at the time. Yeah. Um, Nas wasn't quite there yet. But, like, you had all those guys like LL Cool J, and them like, were yeah. like... They didn't do like the poppy sound. No. Well, and, and and the other thing is, is like Biggie was a freestyler. It would take nothing for him to bust out another album. Right. You know, and to, back then, it, people put out albums every year. Yep. Like people forget, like when Jay Z said he retired with the with the Black album, mm-hmm. he retired from putting out an album every year. Yeah. Is is really what he meant. He would then he put out stuff like every couple yeah. of years. But back in the day, like DMX was putting them out every yep. year. Um, I think DMX didn't DMX put like three out in a year and a half or some shit. Yeah, his first three albums, I want to say, um, two or three albums. I know two albums were done in the same year. I yeah. think I think uh, the it's Dark and Hell's Hot that had Rough Riders, and then the Flesh My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Yeah. that one came out the same year. Yeah, and then there's uh, um, the uh, and then there was X. And then there was X. Thank yeah. you. In '99, I believe. Yeah. So that was, yeah, yeah. three three within two years. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you're putting out that much production, and because it was easy to do. We're yeah, we're what 34, 34 years old. Yeah. And they said Tupac's got enough music for until until we hit forty. Yeah. To put out, so he still got six more years of shit recorded. Well, that's why rap was so profitable back then because it didn't take much as long as you got the production behind mm-hmm. it. And really, it was more so because the production really there was some good producers. Don't get me wrong, but there was a lot of like there was a lot of filler. Right, like that was my that was always my complaint with like early Jay Z and DMX albums. So like they had some really good songs. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of filler in there. Yeah. Busta Rhymes, like a lot of these guys. You know, you get your big, you know, uh, the big guys like, like you know, Froggy Fresh. Yeah. But you get like a, you know, um, when Dr. Dre would produce something, it was good. But then he didn't produce everybody's right. shit all the time, you know. Um, so it was almost like special when it came out. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was just, um, what was I going to say with that? But it was basically, yeah, they were basically capitalizing it. So you're telling me that you have a hot artist, you know, Biggie, and you just let him sit for five years yeah. to do nothing. That, to me, sounds like. That they didn't have confidence in another album from him. Right. 
that's what it sounds like to me is that they they were like I don't know because I, I know he know was featured on be. some stuff but like it's hard that uh, nowadays it's hard to kind of tell because there's so much shit that they just put his verses on yeah but um I think he was featured in a couple songs here and there but yeah like you know the whole thing and notorious of like man like I fell in love with your voice all this shit obviously you really didn't because if it didn't make you money you weren't in really a rush to fucking make another right. album that was the, the mindset from that i've always understood back then was like if you got a hit on your hand you are pumping out an yeah. album you're pumping out another one pumping out another one i mean even eminem when he started they pumped out when they slim shady lp and then marshall mathers was right yeah. after that because they that one blew up right. and they were like well fuck we're gonna put out another one and then after that he fucking slowed yeah. down you know but yeah you don't yeah, that's the way. That's the way. All those. I believe also. Um, and the thing is, back then, is you had to actually go buy the CD. Yes. So it's not like you know, like for example, a rapper. Th- this these days, they can't just put out music like that because no one's gonna listen to it. Yeah. Like, you, you gotta yeah. kind of just put your shit out like gradually, and then you're like, oh man, fucking. Blink One Eight Two's got another hit out. Yeah. Like, yeah. You gotta like. To it. Nowadays, you gotta hype it up. And you gotta like build up almost kind of like what we're talking about with like this Logan Paul fight, yeah. Where you gotta have this whole big thing, and then because for a while on YouTube that was a thing, like people were releasing diss tracks. Like it's how one of the Logan Paul early gimmicks that he yeah. would do is like him and some other YouTubers where they would hype up all this drama and then release a diss track on YouTube with mm-hmm. a music video, but they put the song out and they're getting paid on those plays forever. Right. You know, they own the masters and shit like that, and. And then they'll just, it, it's this big explosion of listens and they can cash in mm-hmm. on a song and then they do, would do it again like a right. month later. Because like even um, like reality TV, everyone yeah. knows reality TV is a work. Yeah. Like it's not really reality. Like, you know, they they do retakes, they do shit to make it look good, to make it sound good. You know, like even, you know, I've heard um as far as like the winners of the shows like they're predetermined sometimes like it's it's you know nothing's real anymore well no and i've I've never really like after i got out of like i don't know maybe like around high school when i became started becoming an adult it kind of always seems silly to me like beefs in especially rap music but then there was other bands that didn't get along and shit like that you know like limp biscuit would fucking beef with fucking eminem or somebody else or you know, they would have some shit. Everlast or whatever. Yeah. And it would be like, but it would seem like, wait a minute, you're a bunch of, you're, you're artists. And we all have been around creative mm-hmm. people. Creative people, they're good with creativity. They're not, they're not the type to go out. Like, I can understand having um, frivolous beefs if you're out there on the construction site because you just got a lot of. You got a lot of pent up aggression. You're fucking. You're out you're there sweating. Yeah, you're fucking miserable. And this motherfucker keeps fucking. You know, I don't know. Taking my tuna sandwich he's, every day. He's taking your tuna sandwich. He's drinking your waters. He's doing that. Yeah, you're gonna get in a fist fight. But it's like, really, you're gonna get in a fight because you didn't like that this guy took your sample or you know took a couple of your rhymes or he's saying that he's from this area, but he's he's really not from that area. <laughs> and you're gonna fuck it. Like, come on, let let's let's get real here. Like, let's get, now. See, I'm all about diss tracks. I like diss tracks. I, now, I don't mind a diss but, track, but, but when it comes to good. guns and shit, yeah. yeah, like that gets that gets silly, right? Like Fifty yeah, Cent. Yeah, you're gonna shoot up YouTube. Like, come on, man. Yeah, yeah. Fifty Cent was smart. Like, I liked his because he would just 
He, he would, would bury people. Do, yeah. Like, and he would not <laughs> stop. Like, Ja Rule, yeah. like, his... Like, okay, so... 50 Cent's first album, uh, Get Richard I Tryin', Obi Trice's first yeah. album, Cheers, and part of 50 Cent's second album, and all of G-Unit's albums, all fucking just go at Ja Rule. And then 15 years later, he buys out like the whole front rows yeah. of his of his of of a concert for no reason, <laughs> right. just to be petty, yeah, just to do it. Like, so no one can sit there. Like he's that would be aw- I don't know if he... W- I'm sure he didn't go, but yeah. that would be awesome if it was just blank because he bought them all and just <laughs> didn't have anyone show up <laughs> like he's just he's just a he's just a mega troll and that's what i like about him yeah because he's not talking about like oh i'm gonna fuck you up in the streets and i'm gonna shoot you no he's like hey like what he did to rick ross early on he just brings his fucking his baby mama on yeah and says oh he's not pay- he's not paying your bills here's i'll give you some money <laughs> Or oh oh he's oh you're saying that he stole his identity from a fucking crack dealer from the '80s and he's actually like an ex prison guard. <laughs> oh okay, like just shit like that. Yeah. Or he makes fun of Mayweather because he can't read. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's some good beefs. That is good. Some, and that's, that's some real good shit too. That's some real beefs. Yeah, that's 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 real safe yeah. beats, yeah. like or beefs, because you know, <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, like you said, there's no guns involved, no nothing like that, Mm-mm. no violence. It's just uh, trolling. Yeah, that's, and it's some good trolling. We need more of that. Yeah, that's what we need more of. I agree. But when they start talking about like, go come see me in the streets, I ain't no one's coming see you nowhere. Right? Why would you be in the streets? You're supposed to be a big hit maker. No, like if you're a hit maker. Let's think. Let's just take somebody from a different genre. Are like you Garth seeing? Brooks. Yeah, is Garth Brooks and Tom Petty going to be like you and me in the street? <laughs> I'm taking you on. You took my riff from that one song. And I it, didn't like it. And, it, and it, it's it's not even a race thing because we could go with like say like Hootie. Yeah, <laughs> Hootie <laughs> versus fucking Sugar Ray. Yeah, if Hootie if Hootie's like Mark McGrath. I'm fucking gonna see you in the streets. You come see me. And you Mark, come- Mark McGrath's like, sorry, I'm during Sterling Fest this weekend. I can't come see you. Or I'm doing a show on E. Yeah. Come come find me, bro. <laughs> Try to get through my entourage. That's what we do need. We need fucking Darius Rucker <laughs> and Mark McGrath. Talk about cele- that's that'll be an yeah. epic celebrity boxing match. Darius Rucker. <laughs> Hootie. Hootie. Fucking Mark McGrath, Sugar Ray. Before they fight. I like how he's Sugar Ray. No one else in the band is Sugar Ray. Yeah. He's just Sugar Ray. Yeah. Or he's just Sugar. The rest are Ray. Yeah. Or he's Ray and they're Sugar. I don't know. So beforehand, they're going to battle it out. But they each do a concert beforehand. <laughs> now, who goes first? They flip a coin. Yep. You got to do a flip. They go, it's like a versus. They go song for song. Yeah. 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 They do the battle of the bands. Yeah. It, and then they do a real battle with like fists. Yep. And then that's how they, that's how they settle it. Dude, that, that would sell millions. Get Jake Paul to do like an uh, undercard. Yeah. It'd be great. <laughs> Jake Paul versus fucking like Chris, not Chris, Chris Jenkins. Judkins. No, I was going to say Jenner, but Caitlyn Jenner. Yeah. Undercard. Fucking. Dude, we could have a sweet undercard. We could have like fucking Napoleon Dynamite versus like Michael Sarah or yeah. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, the no, battle we, of the curly headed fox. Yeah, like we, you know, we 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 could finally see who's better between uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Yeah, that'd be good. 
They could they could fight it out with like swords. Franco and Rogan now. Yeah, def- that would I think. By the way, I'm Team Franco. Yeah, of course. Franco would take him. Franco's like a little spider monkey. He'll just climb See, all over him. I I have a feeling that like you know Seth Rogan would be about to f- finish the fight. You know, he's like mm-hmm. whining back for the final punch to knock him out, and fucking Dave Franco comes from behind and gives oh, him a low blow. See, yeah, he's got the whole family to deal yep. with. I forgot about that. There's a team effort. Now, here's something. Side note. What a wire in your hand. Before we, You're, you you just uh, grabbed a wire and you were like, side note. Well, I was gonna. Yeah, I need this for later. No, yeah, no, but <laughs> I thought that was your side note. No, side note is, um, before we before we wrap up here, what happened? To, where's what's Dave Franco been doing? Like we know James know. Franco got had a little cancellation. Yeah. Which I think is kind of like whatever. well, uh, but d- James Franco's cancellation doesn't really matter because James Franco does James Franco. Like yeah. he, he doesn't fucking care. Yeah, he makes his own he, movies. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, like like Spring Breakers. Do you think any like you know we loved it? Yeah. But do you think that really hit made like a fucking big hit in the box office? No. Like Disaster Artist, same fucking thing. He makes his own shit. He's got his followers and his fans, Dude, and that's about it. After Spider Man, he went back to college, <laughs> and then he went for no reason. And was on like a seat, like for a chunk of time on like daytime soap opera. That's all. Awesome. Just because he wanted to. Just because he's, you know. I want to be on a date. I want to be on Days of Your Lives. I don't know what it's about. I think he might have been on that. That or like General Hospital or something. I want to. I want to be on one of those. Yeah, but like I'll be like, I can't believe you did this to me, Karen. I don't know. I can't. I don't know how people can watch those. They're We'd have to, stories. We would have. You know, what we got to do. We got to do a a watch. Of, of a some. soap opera or yeah. of anything, we we, no, we should opera. do uh, we should do a watch of like other shit too though. No, yeah, but I think a soap opera would be pretty good too because yeah. just get like you know because I don't know how long they are they're like half hour or something. I think, like that, I think they're minutes. an hour forty five minutes. Uh, well, yeah, I think I think we could we could check it out. I think it'd be interesting to do. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll talk about that. I'll be like Karen. That would be something. I can't believe you didn't keep the baby without consoling me, and then she'll be like Bobby. There's somebody else. Oh. And I'll be like, no, don't say it's Kevin Whalen. And she'll be like, yes, it's Kevin. He's got an enormous dick. And he just helped me conceive my second baby. And I was like, well, what happened to the first baby? Oh, you know what happened to the first baby. What did happen to the first baby? I'm confused. You'll have to continue watching. That's a cliffhanger. Well, with that, with that being said... <laughs> You know, talking about beefs. Yeah, I mean, set up for one. That, that would be me on uh, Days of Our Lives. Oh man, or well, General Hospital. Is General Hospital actually taking place in a hospital? I believe so. All right. I don't know. I never. Really not the, you know. I mean, ho- hospital could be like a street name. Could be that. Could be just. Well, it's just general. I just got to watch my stories. Yeah, you should. You should watch them. You know, you should get. I mean, there's people that do it. You know, they'll they'll fucking watch them every day without fail. They'll we'll sit there and they were like, I gotta see what happens. I've never been that bored. No. Nowadays with streaming, I don't understand why anybody would do that. Like, why would you? Because they're old. I guess. I've but I've known young people to do it. That's weird. people our age. That's they're weird. younger. Yeah. Well, we're not that young. No. But I'm, yeah. Still. Anyway. Um. Well, I think you guys mull over that. Yes. That that conspiracy theory, Biggie Tupac. Was it a work? Was it not? Let us know. Let us know in the comments. DM yes. us. Be like, it was a work. It wasn't a work. You guys are idiots. You guys are fucking awesome. I listen to you every day. I fucking, you're terrible. And I deleted you. <laughs> and I blocked you from everything because you were sending me weird messages. Send us everything. Yes. Anything and everything in between. Yeah. 
fan fiction. Um, yes. Fucking fan art. Yes. You know what we look like. You've seen us on stream on Monday nights. Yes, Monday, which is tomorrow, we'll be live again. 64-bit legend takeover. Yes, absolutely. We'll be getting into some 64-bit items. Yeah. I mean, we got the, uh, if you haven't been paying attention, we got, we, we've done it all from Mario Party to Mario Kart to, to fucking- Mario Golf. To Mario Golf, which <laughs> to wrestling terrible. To- <laughs> that was- <laughs> I killed you in Mario Golf. That was, it was awesome. That was, the game was awful. Snowboard kids all day, oh, yeah. every day. I forgot about that. Yeah, so if you like that, tune in tune tomorrow. In. Find us on all social media. You guys yes. already know this. It's been 41 episodes, I believe. Yes. Maybe 42. This might be 42. I think this is 42. So we're getting up there. We're getting more popular. What you going to do when the 64-bit legends come running wild on you? What you're going to do, brother, when the 64-bit legends and Hollywood Hulk Hogan come running wild on you?